where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. like to interview interesting people? Well, you know, I get to do it, but so does my guest, Steve Lant, and I want you to meet him in a couple minutes. Hi, I'm Connie Bramer. Welcome to Laughter and Inspiration. Most of you know me as the founder of Get Your Rack Back, or GYRB as we call it for short. It's my nonprofit that helps cancer patients in the 518 area of upstate New York, and we provide cancer patients with gas and grocery gift cards, and medical co-payment assistance, things that they need today to help them get through the day. I'm also the author of How Connie Got a Rack Back, and I'm a contributing author to Chaos to Clarity, Crappy to Happy, and The She Shift. Before you meet my guest, let me tell you a little bit about him. Steve is a father of four. God bless him, that's all I have to say. A wonderful husband, a veteran, and he is the host of the podcast, People You Should Meet. And I love the title of his podcast. So I want to let, learn more about Steve tonight, have you guys get to know him, and perhaps you'll start following him, him on his podcast. So Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, Connie. Thanks a lot for having me. Uh, I do appreciate your time. I'm really excited to have a fellow podcaster on tonight. <laughs> so, you know, I have a lot of things I wanted to ask you. And I guess the first thing I want to ask you is about, you know, serving our country. And I want to thank you for that. You've, you know, you've sacrificed a lot to do that. And I know that you said you, you've uh, served in the U.S. Navy. I almost said Navy. Army. I almost said Army. That was about, That's all right. Uh, <laughs> the Navy, the U.S. Navy for eight years. So what made you choose the Navy over all the different military disciplines? And how did that change your outlook on things? Well, first of all, I, uh, I chose the Navy specifically because my grandfather was in the Navy. But I really didn't, to, to go back a little bit, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So when I was 17, uh, the recruiter came to our high school. This is back in 1998. So we're, you you're know, so young. Yeah. You're so young. <laughs> I'm dating myself a little bit. Um, so, you know, there's this test called the ASVAB. And this is basically an aptitude test for anyone who wants to join the military, or even if, you know, you just want to take it and just see how you do. So I said, you know what? I really don't know what I want to do. Uh, I really wasn't looking into colleges at the time. I knew I have to do something once I'm done with high school. So I said, let me take this, uh, let me take this test. And it, obviously it's free and they came right to the school and there was a bunch of us who took it and I did fairly well on it. Uh, so, you know, now I have recruiters calling me up asking me 
all, you know, you should, you should come to our branch, you know, Marines, Army, Navy, Air Force. So I always heard my grandfather talk about the Navy and how much he, he loved it, how much he learned from it. Uh, so I said, you know what, I, w- I want to give it a shot. Uh, so going down to what they call it, MEPS, it's, a, it's basic, basically where you go and they poke and prod you and you take all these other tests and things like that. And so I go to MEPS and it's down in New York City and I take another test to, uh, for the nuclear power program. So what I'm thinking in my, in my mind, I don't know if you ever saw the movie The Rock when they pull out, yes. when they pull out, I'm thinking it's going to be something crazy. And, you know, I was worried like for a second. I thought you were going to say Chernobyl. No, no. <laughs> like, I didn't say that. Okay. No, absolutely not. It's, it's actually, <laughs> believe it or not, it's one of the safest, you know, it's one of the safest powers you can, you can have in the world. And the Navy has an excellent, excellent service record with that. Uh, so I took this test and it turns out I was qualified for this program, the nuclear power program. So I ended up signing up for the military, you know, and I ended up going in in October. So I didn't go in right after I graduated high school. I actually waited, you know, about, uh, what was that? About four or five months. I worked with my uncle in construction. So, you know, I sweated my butt off during the summer, try to get in a little mm-hmm. better shape before going to boot camp. Yeah, that the whole thought of boot camp. Listen, I only run when I'm being chased. <laughs> I, you know, you have to run. You have to run two times a year. Uh, in the middle, well, you get tested two times a year. So once you get out of boot camp, it's pretty much on your own. And I hate running myself too. So I was, I always joked we only have to run a mile and a half. So three miles a year. That's all I ran. <laughs> yeah but what was the time constraint on it oh yeah no the time constraint i was i was like five minutes or something what, what it, was the time constraint it all depends on your age so at the time you know i'm 18, 12 19, 13 15 30 minutes for me right yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for me now yeah i'd probably it'd probably be uh you know 25 30 minutes and i probably still couldn't do it <laughs> um so, so I, it, it instilled a sense of pride in me. It instilled a sense mm-hmm. of teamwork. Uh, and it really, it really did hone my problem solving skills, if you will. And, and it just, it's just something that, you know, unless you go through it, and this is for everyone who's been in the military, you know, not just the Navy, because, you know, uh, it's just something that until you experience it, it's really, you know, and, you can't really describe it to someone right. who hasn't been through it. And well, it, we appreciate your service for sure. Uh, no, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. And you know, that's something that, you know, my mother always, we always would did as a kid. Like if we ever saw a service person and they're, you know, fatigued or what are in their uniform, we always said, thank you for your service. And I don't think people do that enough, you know? It, so I, I hope that, how do you feel when someone comes up and says that to you? Well, like I was just, I was just about to say, you know, for me personally, I, I, I appreciate it. I really do. But it almost makes me feel a little awkward sometimes. Well, like, yeah, that's kind of the thing I wonder too. But you know what? I think it's important that we all recognize people who do that, do what you did. You know, oh, it's and, important. It's important. And I, and I, and I thank other, other service members too, because I've been out since 2007. So I've been out for a while. 
Uh, so whenever I see a service member, I try to go up to that person and, and say, thank you very much for your service or here, cut me in line or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, you know, you can always tell it's almost like a little humble. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, I had, I had brother-in-law, two brother-in-laws in the Marines. Those guys are, are serious, man. I mean, mm-hmm. talk about boot camp. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the Marine boot camp makes every other boot camp look like a, a cake cakewalk. So, um, I never, I never mess with those guys. <laughs> well, I appreciate you telling us about it because it's a lot that people don't understand about it. If you're not a military person, you know, I don't, I'm not a mil, I'm not in a military family, so I don't know much about it. So I really appreciate you telling us a little bit about it. So what came, how did you come up with the idea to host your podcast? Like, where did that all come from? Well, I've always enjoyed listening to podcasts and uh, I actually listened to a podcast uh, by the name by someone by the name of John Lee Dumas, and he had a whole series on how to actually start your podcast. And he actually didn't make it sound. I don't want to say it's he didn't make it sound too difficult. You know, I always thought it was you had to have all of this special gear and you know know someone in the business, and you know you had to have thousands of dollars and things like that. Nowadays, you really, I mean, if you wanted to, you could just record off your phone. So I I always was interested in hearing what other people's stories were kind of like, you know, what, what you're doing here. And, um, I said, it's, it's almost like a selfish thing in a way, Mm -hmm. uh, because I wanted to hear their stories, but I figured why not record them and, and put them out there for everyone else to hear. Maybe they'll, they'll get something out of it. Well, and that's, and that's exactly right because, you know, I've interviewed and I'm new to it. You know, you and I are actually kind of both new to it, but I'm new to it. And I'm saying to myself, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm just going to like, <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just winging it. Actually, every time I do what I wing it, I'm like, ah, I'm winging it. So um, I've learned a lot from people. It's been pretty insightful for me. And I, and I love to learn from people. I think, um, you know, I was talking to my kids about this. We don't, we don't have as much interaction with people as we did when you and I were kids. Absolutely. Everything is like social media, texting, checking. Like you can see people afar on Facebook and see their wonderful life or whatever. And you don't get to talk to people the way that we did before phones, before podcasts, you know? So I love the idea of being able to speak to people and and find out more about them. So what's your goal with your podcast? Uh, like, like I said earlier, <coughs> like I said earlier, my goal is for really, is to really I don't, sound kind of corny, but to, to touch someone, you know, to kind of have a little nugget of information or a little nugget of wisdom from one of my guests, or maybe even from me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, go out to someone and, and maybe spark something in them or, or pick them up when they're feeling a little down. Um, and, and just, you know, it's also a great medium for just getting the word out there for other people. I, I, I really do enjoy um, helping other people uh, in, in that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of people I like a lot of people who who I've interviewed. They should have their own podcast in my in my mind. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you about Cersei because I we both love the band Cersei and Cersei is Melanie. Kramer and Rich Labuti. And first and foremost, they are wonderful people, like good, good, sold people. 
and they write beautiful music. I mean, I, I mean, they're like a two-person band that just is extraordinary. I mean, if you listen to them, you think they're like a five-piece band. I always say that to them. Um, and in fact, the music for my podcast is one of their songs, Revolution, that was written and, and, uh, and performed by them. And uh, I loved talking to them. And I learned some new stuff about them. Did you learn anything new when you talked to them? They didn't know? So... I, yeah, we actually talked about revolution on the show. Oh, we did. Okay. Um, basically, you know, and I, I'm not going to say it all because I want to, I want to leave the audience a little titillated. So they'll, Absolutely. So they'll <laughs> but basically it was almost like a, I, I don't want to speak for them, but it was almost like a coming of age or like a, like a screw you to, to the music industry or to this whole process mm-hmm. um, because, you know, they were getting it sounded to me like, you know, this is their first album where they're really doing it on their own and they're really, you know, on their own terms, on their their own own terms. terms. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and they, they have this unique sound that they Mm want to project out to people and, you know, people in the industry, quote unquote, are telling them, no, you should sound like this. You know, you're, you're a female voice and this is how you should sound. And she's like, both of them are basically like, screw you. Right. This is what we want to do. We're going to put a freaking float solo in a, in a rock, in a rock song. Yeah. Well, I laugh with her about it because I played the flute growing up and I, and I still have my flute and I took it out one day. Sometimes it sounds so stupid kind of, but like when I want to just relax sometimes I like go, I, I used to, when I had my old house that was a finished basement, I used to go into my basement and just play. I would pull out some cheap music I had from college and I would just play. And it's so peaceful, you know? So anyway, I took my flute out. She and I were laughing about it on my show, how I took my flute out and I tried to play like with the spitting thing that she does. I spit it. I spit (laughs) everywhere. So it was kind of funny, but check out my, you know, both of our shows with, 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 uh, Cersei. Were they your first episode? Uh, they were my first Third. Yeah, I know they yeah. were your first. I listened to it. Yeah. Oh, it was a riot. It was, it was really great. Yeah, we got you got to laugh. It so awesome. every time I interview a guest, I ask some questions. And because I just really want to get to know more about you, Steve, I'm asking you more than the usual person. Okay. You poor guy. Okay. <laughs> Bring so, it up. So here we go. What makes you feel inspired? What makes so my wife makes me feel inspired. And, and, and here's why. First of all, we've been together since 1996. I mean, we're talking 24 years ago at this point in 2020. Um, she is a tough cookie. She gave birth to four wonderful children and anyone who's given birth, you know, props to that because it's, it's you know, it's a tough thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, she did it with no medication. She did it all natural. And our last and our youngest son was 11 pounds. Uh, so. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I got to just tell you a quick story. So when I had my kids, I had pregnancy-induced hypertension. So I had to oh. be induced for both oh. of my kids, which that's not that's not like I never knew to say, oh, honey, it's time. Like that did not happen in my life. Right. So it was like you're going in the hospital Thursday night. We're going to give you Pitocin on Friday, which, you know. Give me a gun because that was just horrible. <laughs> so we're sitting there. Now my, it's my now ex-husband. We, we are, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in the bed. He's sitting next to me. And we're hearing this woman scream in the oh, other no. room. Oh, no. And I look at him. I'm like, oh, I am screwed. 
you know, and this, the nurse like ran in as if she was like, you know how people run in and they like skid. She like ran in and she goes, did you hear that? And I looked at her, I go, yeah, I heard it. And she goes, oh, well, she didn't use any, any, you know, she didn't have an epidural or have any pain medicine. I was like, oh, I go, well, I'm having an epidural. So God <laughs> bless her that she gave birth to four and 11 pounds. Yeah. Wow. So with our youngest son, um, we didn't know he was going to be 11 pounds. I mean, she was, you know, at this point we have three kids and she's running around and they just thought, you know, she was just kind of just putting on a little more weight, but no, it was 11 pounds. <laughs> you see the doctor's face and he's like, his eyes just like widen as he's coming out. So, Oh my God. Well, hats off to her. So yeah, that, you know what? I'm, that's nice to hear that you're inspired by your wife. Yeah, she, she really is. She's, uh, she, she just does a lot. Uh, she's nonstop in a good way. Uh, she's always running around for the kids or for me. And it's just something I look up to. Well, that's a great story. I love that. So if you could have dinner with one person dead or alive, this is always one of my favorite questions. Who would you pick and why? So if I could have dinner with anyone, uh, I would actually pick my father. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away in, in a sudden and tragic, tragic way. And uh, that was almost 20 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it, I would just love to, to sit down with him, you know, talk about the kids in, you know, in, in my mind. Because he never got to meet your kids. Like my mom ne- passed away 20, almost 25 years ago. So she never got to meet my kids at all. Exactly. Get so, to meet the kids. Yeah. You know, I know he would be, I know very he'd proud. be very proud. He would be involved very heavily. He was a big sports guy. He'd be at all the kids events, you know, everything. So, uh, you know, I, definitely my dad. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, it's funny because I ask that a lot of people and everyone, if they've lost a parent, they always pick a parent. And that's true because we, you know, I wish I knew now, knew then like what I know now that I could have maybe some deeper conversations with my mother, right. you know, while she was alive, but I was, you know, in my early twenties. So, you know, what the hell did I know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I still don't know anything. <laughs> so if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it say? So with that, I chose a digital billboard. I'm going to, I'm going to get a little deeper in here. Okay. So I could, it could, it could cycle through. I, I want to put, charities on there i want to put you know for for maybe some smaller charities that don't uh have the funding to to be published. get your rack back get your rack back would definitely be on there (laughs) yeah good um i I would also i would also put the phrase you are worth it in all capital letters And, and that's just for anyone who might be driving by and, you know, might be having a, a crappy day or, you know, something, something crappy is going on in their life. And just maybe they look up and it's just a little spark of, of, of something good there. Um, you never like know that. what, you never know what's going on in other people's minds. And it's, it's important to, to kind of think that mm-hmm. when you're interacting with people in my mind, you know, that's my feeling. Uh, Cause you never know. You never know what's going on. That's true. And, and you know, when I was in college, as a girl from college who um, we went to a, I went to Plattsburgh State, little party town when I was there. So, <laughs> um, 
Anyway, when I was in college, I had met this girl and, you know, we went back to homecoming years later and I saw her at homecoming and she had these cards made up that she gave to people. And one of the cards, the cards said like, hello, you are wonderful. You can do it. Have a great okay. day. Right. So I, she gave me one and I called her. I said, Hey, is there, how do you get these? Like, did you, she actually designed the card. Wow. So I bought, so she gets them for me. And I pay her for them. And I put them in my patient baskets oh. for my cancer patients. And I used to have, I, used, I tried to keep a bunch of my car. And I don't know, it was a couple of years ago. I was at McDonald's in the drive-thru. And this guy ahead of me was screaming at this poor, and the woman was probably in her 70s, the lady at the, at the window, right. screaming at her because he had to wait in line for his fries or whatever. Right. And she was, she, I could tell like she was just devastated by this. I mean, she's like 70 something years old working at McDonald's, you know, just trying to make a living like the rest of us. So I gave her the card. I said, look, I'm not selling you anything, you know, cause people, when you give people a card, they're like, what is she selling me? Right. I gave her, I gave her the card and saw like how happy she was to read. It. I said, I'm not selling anything. Just read this card. I think you need this today. And she said, Oh, thank you so much. So you're right. People need to hear those things. Like, you can do it. You're wonderful. You know, that's stuff that people need to hear every day. So I love that. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, just because you never know um, right. with with some of the tragedies that happen, you know, suicide and things like that. You never know if maybe that person had heard something or received one of those cards, they would have maybe they wouldn't have done something or they would have seeked help or something like that. So right. that that's huge. And that's that's great. That's a great idea. I'll have to hook you up with the cards. Absolutely. Oh, and one more thing I would put, yeah. Cerce, I would put Cersei's uh, website and all their information. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to tag them in this podcast. They'll laugh. Melanie will be like, you guys are the best. So knowing what you know now, which probably is a lot in your, in your old wisdom, what would you tell your 18 year old self? Oh boy. Uh, what wouldn't I tell my 18 year old self? Um, so as far as if I had a time machine and boy, that would a be a hot great. tub time machine, hot tub time machine, a DeLorean, yeah. whatever, whatever way you get back in time. <laughs> uh, I would basically tell them, you know, a couple of, uh, of the basic things as far as, you know, treat your money, right. Treat your, you know, your, your, your woman and your, uh, your, you know, your children and everything. Right. Not that I didn't treat them right. I just, just something to remind and then uh i would also give them lottery numbers for yeah 100, 100 million dollars <laughs> yeah i could totally use that i could use a dump, <laughs> i could use a dump truck full of hundreds actually yeah. as, I, as i go to bed at night i'm thinking hmm, wouldn't that be a great present <laughs> so um i don't know if you've been following my laughter and inspiration page yeah uh, absolutely a group well mm -hmm. It's, it's been pretty fun. And I've gotten a lot of great feedback from it because people have said, you know, every day I scroll through it for like five minutes and just laugh because, <laughs> you know, when I was going through my cancer and even today, like it doesn't matter if you have an illness or not, laughter really is the best medicine. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So I pick a quote for every one of my guests to get your reaction. I try to make it, you know, apropos for the guest I have. So here is the one I picked for you. All right. I'm, I'm ready. You're to ready. Go. Okay. I finally had the talk with my kids. <laughs> I told okay. them that animals in the wild eat their young. So they better get their shit together. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's I, awesome. I had to remember to tell my kids that once. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's well, great. I, t- I said something to my daughter the other day, and I can't remember how I'll, she and I, like, if anybody could listen to us talk, even <laughs> both my kids, they'd be like, is, is this like a Seinfeld episode? Like the things that we say to each other. So I said something to her and I'm like, you know what? I made you like just being just joking, like not, yeah. not angry. And she goes, yeah. And I want to go back up there because, because <laughs> 2020 sucks. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I said, well, that's not happening. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She, she just turned 20. I'm like, that's definitely not happening. Oh, wow. Wow. So I always ask my guests about gratitude because I really believe that living a life of gratitude helps you be one in the moment and two helps you to be more positive about things. So when I write my cancer patients that we help with my foundation, a personal letter, I always say to them, you know, keep a gratitude journal, like put it by your bed, have it be like one of those tiny, tiny spiral ones and write down three things before you go to bed every night that you're grateful for, because it will help keep you in a positive mindset, especially like going, going to do it before you go to bed. So what would be the three things that you're grateful for today? Today specifically. So first of all, being on your show, well, I, have, I have to say that because, uh, you know, I, I really do think what you do is, is very inspiring. It's very, it's a very great thing for, for people well, and, and just reaching out to those cancer patients, I think is very important. Um, I'm, I'm very grateful for my family, uh, specifically my wife and my four children. And, uh, I'm just grateful to be alive. Um, there's a lot of people out there, especially with everything going on that, that are not with us anymore. And, um, it's, it's, it's unfortunate what's going on. It's unfortunate with other things that happen, but, uh, just to, you know, to be grateful to be on this earth and, and just to be able to, to have a day, you know, we're, we're towards the end of the day now. And, you know, you got to look back and just be grateful that you were even here. Absolutely. You know, my mother used to say, um, you know, I'm putting my feet on the floor today. That was one of her things she would say. And it's true. Like you have to be grateful for putting your feet on the floor and, uh, you know, enjoying your day. It's, we all have something to contribute, you know, and we just need to make the most of every day. And I really appreciate you talking about that because I learn something new every time I ask that question because people always have an interesting answer to that. So thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely. So how can people find out more about you? Like how can they find your show? So uh, you can find it. It's, a, it's on Libsyn. Um, basically people you can meet dot uh, You can find me on Apple podcasts, just people you should meet and uh, Spotify for right now. And I'm working on getting up uh, the other links and, and all that too. Um, you can hit me up. I'm Steven Lant on Facebook. If you want to follow me or be friends, if you need anything, just let me know. Uh, and, You're so you great. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's how people can find me. Well, good. Well, I'll make sure I have all the links up too. So Thank just you. so you know that. So if you'd like to know more about Steve, myself, or this particular episode, you can check out our interactive show notes on speakingtotheheart.org. Steve, you are just like a ray of sunshine. I think you're awesome. Oh, thank you very much. I I really appreciate you you having me on. Um, and, And again, you know, Listen to Cersei music. That's, that's what happens. Yeah. That's what happens when you listen to Cersei. You get, you get happy. Yes. You definitely need to listen to Cersei. <laughs> and, and, you know, I always leave my, end my show with one thing. My mother always had a saying, Steve, and her saying was this. 
always leave people better for having known you. That's, 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 that's a beautiful saying. Uh, yeah. That's, that's you know, whether, whether it's a handshake, which obviously we're not doing that anymore, but um, <laughs> we're doing the little nod now, but, or the elbow um, pump, but um, you know, you just have to, I always tell my kids like, you know, and especially having boys, right. <laughs> always open doors for people, you know, I mean, th- that's just a small thing, but those are the kinds of things that my mother always talked about when she said, you know, always leave the people, always leave people better for having known you. It was just, any little small gesture. So if we all pay attention to that, the world's going to be a better place. And, and, you know, uh, just to kind of, I'm just going to kind of jump in real quick, you know, as far as teaching our children that, I think that's very important just to, to, to lead by an example rather than just saying things. Yes, you can Mm -hmm. talk all you want, but if you show them and if they see what you're doing, that's what they're going to mimic. So, you know, absolutely little parenting tip there. Uh, just remember that they're always watching you and they, they, they pick it up. Absolutely. Well, Steve, you're awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks Guys, I'm Connie Bramer. This has been Laughter and Inspiration. I'll catch you next time. now an official AT&T retailer. Take advantage of exclusive limited time in-store offers. Get a $100 AT&T Visa reward card when you purchase an AT&T TV package. Switch to AT&T and get a $250 Visa reward card when you buy a smartphone on a qualifying installment plan. Save up to $1,000 instantly when you purchase four smartphones on a qualifying plan. Restrictions and exclusions apply. Offer subject to change and valid in-store only. Call 877-252-3220 or go to your nearest Howard's location for details. Bounce forward with Comcast Business. Get a reliable internet and voice solution starting at $64.90 a month for 12 months for two years. Call or go online today. Restrictions apply to customers only 25 megabits per second service and one voice line. Early termination fee applies equivalent installation tax and visa extra and subject to change. Call for details.